0: HD Smartcast
1: You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, I'm Sanchita Sharma. I'm the Health and Science Editor with the Hindustan Times. Welcome to my podcast Healthwise. Each episode will bring you up to speed with the top of the mind health, science and environment issues. You'll hear experts who will help you better understand policy and decipher jargon so that you can make the choices that work best for you. Mm. a lot of good news on the coronavirus vaccine front. Russia's Sputnik vaccine was found to be 95% effective. University of Oxford's vaccine is 90% effective. And Pfizer's vaccine, which is again 95% effective, has sought emergency use authorization in the US. But apart from the vaccines, doctors are also focusing on treatment protocols which have continuously been revised following results from several global trials that have cleared the air on which coronavirus treatment and which therapy works better than the others. Now most coronavirus treatments fall under three broad categories. These include antivirals that prevent the virus from multiplying once it enters the body, then there are immune modulators that regulate the immune response to the virus, and then of course there are combinations that use multiple mechanisms of action to prevent severe disease. So now here's the update. The antiviral remdesivir was suspended from the World Health Organization pre-qualification list that most developing countries use as a benchmark for procurement. So this suspension followed the health agency's guidance recently which said that the use of remdesivir in hospitalized patients, regardless of disease severity, does not improve survival or reduce the need for medical ventilation and it also doesn't boost recovery and other patient outcomes. The group, however, recognized that there was more research needed and that uh, the, it supported continued enrollment in trials that were still e- evaluating remdesivir. So as of now, they said it should not be included and used for treatment also because it's an expensive medication. So the cost-benefit ratio really needs to work for it to be effective. Now, a new medicine that's been added is aspirin. Uh, which is a, a very cheap and easily available painkiller painkiller which is used widely across the world now this drug is also a blood thinning medicine which was recently added to the uk's randomized evaluation of covid-19 therapy which are called which is called the recovery trial in early november scientists said that a big problem with covid-19 is is that uh, there's clotting is seen in patients who have covid-19 and Aspirin, apart from being widely available, is a cheap drug and and if it works, it could really give a huge boost to treatment and help save many lives. So apart from aspirin, other anticoagulants, anticoagulants are basically medicines that prevent the uh, blood from clotting, uh, which can block uh, the arteries and the veins and uh, lead to heart attacks and heart failure. So what uh, doctors were saying is that anticoagulants like heparin and others that prevent clotting as well as the introduction of dexamethasone has also uh, been used for treatment in India, has helped save a lot of lives in hospitalized COVID patients. So now next we come to monoclonal antibodies. So monoclonal antibodies are lab-made proteins that mimic the immune system's ability to fight harmful antigens such as viruses and bacteria. So the United States, the US FDA, this month recently uh, issued an emergency use authorization for this investigated monoclonal antibody called BAMLANIVIMAB uh, to treat people with mild to moderate COVID-19s, uh, both in adults and in pediatric patients who are 12 years uh, and older and weigh at least 40 kilos. Now, this medicine is recommended for people who are at high risk of progressing to severe disease and may need to be hospitalized. BAMLANIVIMAB is not authorized for patients who are hospitalized or need oxygen therapy as it may worsen the clinical outcomes in these patients. Now how this medicine works is, it is directed against the spike protein of the SARS-CoV-2 virus, which is the virus that causes COVID-19. And it works by stopping the virus from entering human cells and causing infection. This prevents the virus from multiplying. But Some promising monoclonal antibodies have also not worked because uh, in October, Eli Lilly And some other companies suspended their trials of monoclonal antibodies in hospitalized patients because they found that there was a lack of efficacy and and there were some safety concerns. Monoclonal antibodies as as experiment therapies are approved for COVID-19 treatment in India. And they have some role to play in treating early disease, but they're not used for patients in oxygen or patients who need ventilator support. Now, fourth type of treatment which is attracting interest is ivermectin which is again a widely available drug and it's very affordable, which is used to treat parasitic infections. And uh, this has an antiviral action against SARS-CoV-2, which is the virus that causes coronavirus disease. Uh, Some scientists are saying that the use of ivermectin in doses ranging from 200 to 1,200 MCG per kilo for a duration of 3 to 7 days is showing promise in symptomatic relief and viral load reduction. Now in India, ivermectin is part of five ongoing trials according to the clinical trials registry in India and its benefits are under review. And of course, there's hydroxychloroquine, which several studies have shown that in adult patients, it did not significantly improve clinical status in, uh, uh, in two weeks. But India still recommends the use of this medicine for treatment as well as to prevent infection in very, very mild cases and very early stages of the disease. The Indian Council of Medical Research has very clearly said that investigational therapies are required to be used only in proper health case. facilities where close monitoring of patients is possible so that any potential complications can be easily managed. And what the ICMR says is that the focus of clinical management of coronavirus disease should continue to focus on oxygen therapy, steroids which are widely available and which are very inexpensive, an appropriate and timely administration of anticoagulants like aspirin and high-quality supportive care, which also should include mental health counseling for patients and their families and management of pre-existing illnesses such as heart disease and diabetes. And apart from that, guys, protect yourself, stay safe, If you still have any queries or would like me to cover a certain health topic, do feel free to reach out to me. You can reach me at Sanchex, that is at S A N C H X, or at HT Smartcast. We are available on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For more such podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com. Until next time, goodbye. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HT Smartcast.
0: <laughs> I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising a Pro. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best, from Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins.